This is the Embrace Your Faith Podcast. Welcome, Embrace Your Faith Podcast, episode number two. Uh, I am thankful and blessed to have uh, with me as a guest today, Steve Sarge, Sergeant. Uh, Sarge, thank you for coming on. And today we're going to talk about building authentic brotherhood and and that journey and, and how it acts and, and, and how big of a part of faith and a faith journey that it is. And so Sarge has uh, started this year um, his own podcast called the Foxhole Symphony, and, and it is building authentic relationships that foster belonging, accountability, and growth. Man, that's awesome. So welcome, Sarge. Welcome to the Embrace Your Faith podcast. Thank you, brother. It's such an honor to be here and to be a part of your story and your journey and um, be able to contribute, uh, hopefully, something to what you're doing and to to, to the lives of your listeners. So um, thank you for the invite. It, it is truly an honor. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know what? As we talked about earlier, this is Jesus and this is the Holy Spirit. And so I do want to say that that Sarge has developed and brought this podcast together with the help of of brother and friend uh, Mark. And and I just want to just ask for prayers for him as he battles illness right now. And we just want to lift him up. And so we just we just asked Jesus for his handiwork in that. But Sarge, why don't you start off by just telling us the story of Foxhole Symphony, where it came from and, and kind of where it is now? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we're we are like you said, fairly new. You know, we 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 actually launched back in the fall, and uh, you know, Mark and I, um, you know, we've kind of journeyed together for quite some time, a number of years. I guess about fifteen years now. Um, you know, just to together, uh, holding each other accountable, growing together, sharpening each other, and then in various environments with with other men, various ministries, and. Um, but we, uh, yeah, we came together, uh, I don't know, sometime in the last year and just said, gosh, like, you know, not only do we each have a story, but we have a story together and we've got this, you know, almost two decades of, of walking together in men's ministry and um, in, in the lives of men. Um, and so, you know, there, let's talk about this. Like, what is it? And, and just this idea of authentic community mm. um, that quite frankly, is so hard to find anymore, right? It's just not, doesn't come natural, right? Like we, you know, I, I live in a neighborhood and it's hard to even know your neighbors anymore. You look around, you see the garage door open, car pulls out, goes to work, car comes home, goes in the garage, garage Absolutely. door closes, right? It's like, yep. who lives there? And they're right. they're 150 feet away, right? You have no idea. So um, that's that's the focus. That's what God put, put on our hearts. And you know, we talk about these foxholes, um, these, these gatherings, when people come together, we, it, ours is geared toward men. So when men come together in these foxholes, what happens in that foxhole? And then the, the symphony is sort of the, uh, the, 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 the beautiful music, sort of the, the, the orchestra, um, you know, that, that God creates. He, he sort of takes this, this cacophony of noise as we come together as men and, um, and bring our stuff into a, this safe place and the beautiful music that God composes from that, right? So that's sort of the idea of Foxhole Symphony, and uh, it's been it's been fun. It's been a challenge. It's been um, it's been fun to partner with my brother and uh, just dig into some of these topics yeah. and see what God will do with it. That's awesome. And and I, am I correct? You guys run this uh, kind of your own building of brothers and and that brotherhood in in, in a basement. 
Yeah. So, so, so this is how I met Mark. I mean, I, I met him uh, at his house. Uh, Band of Brothers is the, the this group of men that you know started about 15 years ago. And I show up on Mark's doorstep, you know, uh, feeling pretty alone, pretty isolated, pretty pretty broken, and at a pivotal point in my life with two very young children and you know six seven years into marriage and going wow like i am so disconnected um and 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 i am so at risk of where my my life trajectory could go at this point really at a crossroads mm -hmm. and looking back in my life saying i can't go back there but i don't know what it looks like to go in another direction and um I was sitting in church and uh, th there was a man uh, preaching that, 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 the, the, the message that Sunday. And I went up to him and I was like, listen, I got to get connected. I, I need some, I need some, some support. I don't know, even know what that looks like. I don't even know what I was asking for. And he says, Hey, you got to call this guy, Mark. And so I, I showed up on his doorstep and here's this small group of five guys. And, um, and that was it. We were off and running. It's been 15 years. Every other Thursday, a uh, group of guys, somewhere between three and 30 guys show Praise up God. and uh, to just to just talk about what's going on in their lives and um, and get, you know, Mark likes to say you'll get either a, a hug or a, a swift kick in the rear, which, whichever you need. Right. And so, right. so that, he's been saying that for years and it's kind of true. And, and I think that is an integral part of building relationships and and Sarge, like you, when I first became a Christian, which was later in life, mm. I I realized that I was searching for that as a as as a man with a fatherhood wound. Those mm -hmm. of us who have who have been through marked men for Christ ministry, as you and I have, mm -hmm. um, is a transformational ministry in my life, and and I battled that fatherhood wound. Man, it really came to light that I was searching for this brotherhood. I was mm -hmm. searching for this male strengthening connectedness that I had never known exist. And not only that, I didn't know how to have that kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. And so I want to, I want to just talk about real quickly. For me, it was marked men that taught me how to have that kind of relationship that gave me the courage to step out because I, for so many years, I believe that my one, my truth was shameful that the battles I had facing my childhood, things that I had gone on in my childhood were embarrassing, shameful, and men would look down on me. They, they would, you know, they wouldn't for sure. They wouldn't respect me. And, and that I would, I would be carrying this weight and burden of shame. And so it would create for me, you know, just this, this lie, this need to, to not be authentic and not be transparent. And when I learned how to do that through Mark's men, the, the weight of that lifted was incredible. I mean, it was just a huge weight. And so do you see men that come in not knowing how to have this type of relationship and what's like, what's your advice to that man? Oh, absolutely. I mean, listen, that that is the norm, right? I mean, that that is that's that's what we see. I mean, you and I, before we experienced that, didn't even know what it was. You didn't even know what you were like you said, what, right. what we were looking for, what we needed or what that might even look like. But what you're talking about really is, I think, intimacy. Mm. You're talking about intimacy. Yes. Right. And so 
um, you know, we're not good at that as men. We're just not naturally good at that. And so, um, you know, all of a sudden something happens. And for me, it was Mark Men as well. I mean, we, we were experiencing it in Band of Brothers at a certain level. There was there was encouragement. There was accountability. You know, there was support for sure. But I wouldn't say there was intimacy. And, and, and that to me, that that's the difference. That's the difference maker is once you have that level of connection, um, you can now take that intimacy and apply it to other relationships throughout your life. Right. So, yes. but, 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 but we've got to, we, we need to learn that it, it takes like training. <laughs> right. And, and so, yes, uh, we do, we do see that um, it is, um, you know, now looking back now when I, I meet men and I, 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 you know, we talk a certain way, we use a, a certain language and, and, you know, even my son who's 17, you know, uh, he'll look at me and be like, dad, what are you talking about? Like, that's, that's kind of weird. I'm like, nah, it isn't, it isn't weird, right. you know? Um, and, you know, I love this man. I've got a deep love and appreciation for, for this man. Let me tell you why. Um, and there's, and, and the reason that there is that deep love and that connection, that intimacy is because there's an authenticity, a transparency and a vulnerability between two men or a group of men that when that happens, that's what develops the intimacy, right? It's that's what develops that connection that is unlike any other. Do you know what I'm saying? Does that resonate with you? What 100%. And for me, it, for me, it took a couple of things. And, and so Sarge, I'm going to, at the end of the podcast, I'm going to put you on the spot for an accountability. Like, like how can somebody apply this? Like, I'm going to ask you for an application, but I'm going to take away the easy one. And I'm going to say, if you don't have this in your life, if you haven't experienced it, find a marked man for Christ weekend, P1 weekend and go. And, and why that's so instrumental, I think is one, for me, I had to be led there. Mm -hmm. I was not ready. In my P1 experience, I knew what I was going to keep to myself. I, I walked in there knowing, well, there's this part of me. Yeah. There's these things I'm battling with. I'm just going to keep those to myself <laughs> because I'm, I, I'm a, you know, I'm a professed Christian, and I'm, I, I don't want to be looked down upon. Sure, man. The spirit and those before me those soul group leaders, the, the, the co-leaders, the environment that was placed before me, I, I called it like verbal diarrhea. I just, I, I vomited mm -hmm. all that was inside because they laid the foundation of trust and of environment. And I knew that I could, and I want to talk about real quick, there's two questions. So, so hands down, if this is something in your life, and you know, and you're listening to this, and you're like, "Man, I don't have this." Search Markman for Christ and find a P1 weekend and yep. go through this experience. Yeah, it will train you. It teaches you how to do this. And you're right, man. That's the cool thing about Markman. I, I, I really kind of, I don't know how else to really kind of tell people about it without telling them about it. But you meet a marked man in any part of the world, you're connected. Yeah. Because you know what you've gone, you know, the training you've gone through yeah, and, and you've got that connectedness. And so that's awesome. Not only for the men that you build in, in your, 
in your foxhole, right? In your, in your mm-hmm. area, but to be able to go to another state or a, another country and run into a Mark man and man, you can jump right into it. Sure. Because it, it automatically, you've already got that truth and that trust mm-hmm. to understanding. So, but in the marked men P one, they asked two questions. I think those are very, very important questions. And I just want to get your take and, and, and ask you, they ask two things and they ask, what is that risk if you open up? Mm-hmm. And what is that risk if you don't open up? Mm-hmm. There's so much to unpack there, but as somebody who's, that's their mission to develop that, what would you say to, you know, those men who, who, you know, need to chew on those two questions? Yeah. You know, it's funny because, you know, staffing, having staffed a number of weekends and asked that question of dozens of, of, of men, you know, there's, there's, most of the answers are pretty much the same, right? That there's, there's very, very rarely is there a unique, you know, um, response to that question, right? So what, what's at risk if I open up and, and, and get vulnerable and get transparent with, you know, a, a couple of other people, um, you know, and, and the, the answer typically is, um, you know, I could, I could, I could be embarrassed. I might feel judged, right? They might look down on me or look at me differently. Um, and, uh, and what's at risk if I don't, the answer is almost always the same. There's no change. I'm I'm not going to experience any change in my life or any growth in my life. If I, you know, if, if I don't, right. Um, I won't, I won't get the, the benefit of, having committed to this weekend, right? So like the, the, you know, take that and apply it to outside of that weekend. It's, it's very much the same. I mean, listen, what's at risk if you open up and outside of that weekend, there are some real risks. I mean, let's not, you know, let's not glaze over the fact that, um, there are some risk. If, if, if I, if I commit adultery and, uh, is there anything at risk if I get transparent with my wife? Absolutely. Yes, surely. There's some, there's, there's some significant risk, right? Uh, and what's at risk if I don't? That looks a little bit different than in the environment you're talking about, right? In that in that that safe space of four or five men, where there's a mutual commitment, and we're all about to get pretty pretty real with each other, right? That that, that those are two different things. So I don't want to sit here and say, hey, listen, ah, what's there's nothing, you know, really at the end of the day, what's at risk? Nothing. Forget about it. No. The, 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 there are real risks, but um, that's why these foxholes are so critical. That's why these foxholes are, because we have the ability to unburden, to, to confess, right? Uh, to get real. And, um, and then what happens after that? Well, that's up, that's between you and God, Amen. right? Um, you know, if it's something that involves someone outside that room, um, you know, maybe it's to be shared. Maybe it isn't that again, that that's between you and God, but uh, but let's get it out. Let's let's start emptying the cup and create some space for the Holy Spirit to do some work. Yeah, I just I love the the I guess the dichotomy or the 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 push pull between the awareness and and for me, you know, I I see that you know belonging, accountability, and growth. And and for me, for for you know, embrace the faith. I call it the three A's. Right? There's awareness, action. And accountability. Mm. All three of those things are needed in order to make a change. Right. And yep. so, so, but, but that dichotomy of those two questions, it, it, in, I remember sitting there 
and I was engulfed with this fear, fear of opening up. Yeah. But then the awareness of the fear of what was at risk if I didn't, because as Christians, we know what scripture says. Yeah. We know scripture calls us to come together, confess our sins yeah. and be healed. And, and so I was a, it was a convicting moment. And again, for me, I needed to watch a leader open up first. Do you yeah. find that in your foxholes that in you know in, in in your men's group that that it takes somebody going first? It takes a leader, someone because as as I love to 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 say and I love to encourage men, man, man, God has made us strong leaders, but He also needs has created us to be strong followers. Yeah, absolutely. It do, it does take that most most of the time, not all the time. You know, I'm a high dive kind of guy. So like, I, you know, I don't hold back, you know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I wear, wear my emotions on my sleeve, you know, I'm going off the high dive, who's coming, right? So like, but, but most of the time, most men uh, need, in order to feel uh, safe and to feel like they have permission to go to a certain place, somebody needs to model that for them. And, um, you know, so, so when you say like leader, right? You know, it doesn't necessarily need to be the person leading that group or facilitating, sure. right? It could be, it could be anybody. It could be anybody in that group, but somebody's going to go first and set the tone for how deep we're going here, right? And that that's been my experience, um, and and so I'm sure you've experienced that as well. Very much so, and and there's been so much in me strengthening awareness because there's been times that I don't see it. And a brother in that atmosphere, in that environment, sees it yeah, and, and calls me out. And, and I don't want to miss the accountability side of, of this relationship building, of this faith building, of this building, these brotherhood, these, these strength building relationships. There is a very, you know, serious side to the accountability side, right? And, and I, I kind of, Put it. I, I wrote down in my notes as I prepared for this kind of the magic sauce. But first, I want to ask: Is there a way that that this can be done maybe not so well? Is, is there a risk to not having that second accountability side? So you mean as you know, as far as uh, you know, holding somebody accountable? Is that what you mean? Or the lack of it, right? If you've yeah. got a bunch of guys that just come together and. And they're, oh. they're free to tell their truths, but, sure. but there's no yeah. So listen, I would, yeah, that's well said. I I wouldn't necessarily call it the wrong way, but there's not going to be a whole heck of a lot of fruit. Right. So so what ends up happening is you keep coming together, and then after a while, you go, "Why are we doing this?" You know, and and it either turns into you know uh, a fantasy football conversation, or let's just get together and go bowling, right? Like I mean, which again, those are those are nice things, but that's not what we're talking about. Right. And, and, and so, you know, what we're talking about is, um, you know, like you kind of said before, it's work. It's, it's great intentionality. There's an intensity and an intimacy that that come with learning to develop truly authentic relationships versus relationships which are a mile wide and inch deep, which is most of them right in our lives. So in, in order to learn to develop depth of relationship where there's, you know, this, this connection that we're talking about and this intimacy, well, that's going to require a little bit more than just getting together. 
right? And and shooting the bull. I mean, it, it's going to require again some transparency and vulnerability. So, you know, is there a right way and a wrong way? I mean, you, you know, it depends on what you're looking for, right? right. It depends on what you're looking for. Um, but accountability that can be done very wrong, and and there actually can be you can do some damage, right? I mean, so uh, you know, holding people accountable, um, you know, listen. Let's face it, it's pretty hard to hold somebody accountable to something that they don't want to be held accountable to. So, so that happens in relationship. It happens in, in, the, in an environment of a trusting relationship where you know, someone's desiring growth and accountability is a part of that. And, and another person is being the willing participant to hold that person accountable. Does that make sense? That may, and, and actually that leads right in. That's the magic sauce that I kind of, that's what I said like that, you know, that's the, the magic sauce, the ability to encourage mm. as well as hold accountable. Yeah. Because I think there's another side. And, and again, in, in Mark, I mean, we call it, hey, brother. Yes. But, but the ability to speak your truth into another man who has given you permission. And, and you, you said this, you know, earlier permission. And I think that's a huge step in building these types of relationships is to come into it and, and kind of lay the ground rules. Right. And, and one of those is the permission to speak accountability sure. into me, to give you that, Hey brother, that I know before Mark's man and before my journey into this authentic brotherhood, I wasn't in a place to receive that well. And, and I think that's a huge part of a huge step in building this authentic, you know, brotherly relationships is the, is the permission that yeah. we give that I would give another man yeah, to speak a hard truth into me. But here's the thing, Mike, and I, that comes with maturity, right? Yeah. Like, you, you know, how long did it take you to get to that point where you had, like you said earlier, the, both the awareness and the courage to ask for that accountability that you need that 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 takes time right so in the beginning you know you know uh, um, where this is maybe new to a man well then then it's maybe up to us to ask some good questions right hey well what, what is it what is it that you'd like to see happen brother you know what is it that you 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 know what are your next steps what is it you'd like to do next hey great is that something you're ready to commit to yes i am wonderful would you like to ask somebody to hold you accountable to that? Could that be helpful? Sure. Who would you like to ask? I'd like to ask Sarge. Sarge, you willing to hold him accountable? Absolutely. Right. You know how this goes. Yep. So, so that's part of leading and facilitating and training that man to come to a place of awareness and courage where they can ask for it themselves. They don't need that doesn't necessarily need to be facilitated. Right. But that's right. sort of the that's the training you're talking about earlier. Yeah. You know, and, and that that came to light the the first podcast that we did with Brock is that, you know, as, as police officers, we were trained for every scenario. We were trained to use our weapons, our tools. And that's just something that we don't often see in, in Christian, in church in is the training. And I think that, that there's been a couple ministries for me that have given me that training on how to do it. One of them has been marked men. The other one's for sure fight club, as you can see the, the creed and yep, the, the fight yep, club guidelines it. behind me. 
Um, and you know, I'm in the middle with Brian Stroth, your last guest on Foxhole Symphony. Yeah, he, he's I'm I'm in a, a fight club right now with him, and you know, we're in week four. And but but that is, I mean, that stepping into those ministries, stepping into those experiences, one is not easy. Right? I remember the the fear that I had that walking up to that my first B one. And, and I, it was alone. I felt alone. I felt, you know, man, this is crazy. But leaving it after, I felt a brotherhood and an acceptance and uh, a belonging that I've never felt before. And that's the beauty that can come from ministries like Marked Men and Fight Club. Because really, at the very core, they build those authentic relationships. Yeah, They're calling men to get truthful, to get clear, to get honest, to get, like you said, down and, and, and kind of get in the mud. And I've, I've heard, you know, people say it as get in the mud, excavate, mm-hmm. you know, these things from our lives and, and truly be accepted. And, and to me, it's, it's a level of acceptance that can only come in, in, in this environment. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, the tools are, I mean, that's how I think of Mark men, you know, same with fight club, right? They're, they're just another tool. They're tools that God is using happens to be using mightily these last Amen. 10 years. Right. Um, to, to, to transform lives. And, and it, it, it's, they're just, they're just tools. And there are others out there as well. That said, the tools we learn in there, um, and we've, we've talked a lot about Mark men, but the, the tools I've learned in Mark men and honed, you know, over the last last decade or so um, have not only transformed my own heart and life, but I've replicated in every area of my life. Amen. You know, my, my, my relationships at home, relationships with my family and friends extended um, my workplace. You know, um, when, when I, you know, back when I went to, to Mark Men originally, I was on, on staff at a church and um, as I went through Markman, I, I kind of just felt the calling to get back into the marketplace and apply these tools where they're not being used. And, and that's what I did. That's what I've been doing the last, you know, six, five, six years. And, um, you know, we have clearings daily. You know, that, that's how we resolve conflict. We use this, this tool that we learn in Markman called a clearing. Right. Um, that's our process. We do it on a regular basis. And there's countless others that are just a natural part of our corporate culture now uh, because that's what I've introduced because I just won't do it any other way. That's how I live my life. Right. And that, that's and, and fortunately, I, I get to influence my organization in that way. And my partner's a, a Mark Mann brother. And, and, you know, we've we've invited many of the, 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 the men in our organization to go and attend. And some have many haven't yet. But um, it transforms transforms workplaces, too, and certainly homes. So, yeah, the tools are um, listen, tools are meant to be used. Right. Tools are meant to be used. And, and um, uh, I'm glad I have the opportunity to use them. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, to point everything back to scripture, you know, we are called to be doers of the word. And, and we know that Mark Men and Fight Club and these ministry tools that they're rooted in scripture. They're rooted in Jesus Christ. And, and that is what, you know, I am rooted in, you are rooted in. And so they're for sure, you know, tools in the belt. And, and, and I think again, the, the most beautiful part of it, it is it encapsulates, like you said, it, it has run over that, that cup is filled and now is running over into mm-hmm. your business, into mm-hmm. your family. And 
you know, I think it, the root of that is scripture and Jesus, but it's the building of that, those relationships and the fruit that comes from an authentic, you know, transparent relationship. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the, 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 those, you know, when you start to live your life in a way that is truly authentic, mm. um, you talked about awareness earlier. It increases your awareness, enhances your awareness of your own authenticity um, as well as others, right? And, and and it just it starts to become the norm. And, um, you know, let me tell you, it's, it's a comforting, not necessarily comfortable, but it's a comforting and freeing place to live, to not have to constantly put on a mask and pretend to be somebody to, 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 to fit in or to please people or to, for whatever reason, um, that's exhausting. That's exhausting, right? We could probably both spend hours talking about that because we did it for years, right? And that's how most of us live our lives. And so, you know, after a while, initially, that could be a painful process to start to live authentically. And then after a while, you go, man, like, I can't believe I lived for so long pretending. Because yeah. it's painful. That's far more painful than the process of getting real. And and that goes back to that question, right? What's at risk if I don't? <laughs> yeah. It's it just to, 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 that burden, that weight of doing life alone with that mask on, with, you know, carrying all that. Let you know, and, and scripture says what happens when sin stays inside, it rots. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, and it, and it, and, and so that process is instrumental when inside a, a group of authentic men and, and through Mark men, we have P3s and, and that opportunity. And, you know, you said clearing, I'm going to leave that nugget for those that go to Mark men and yeah, learn yeah. how to do that. It's a special thing or, you know, show up in your basement and, yeah. and figure out how to do that clearing. It is a special, <laughs> special thing to, it sure again, is. it's a whole different level that I believe men ever experience in authentic manhood. Yeah. Being what it means to be an authentic brother, to be able to stand in front of another man and clear. And yeah. I mean, and to receive that. Mm -hmm. And, and again, the awareness that goes on in that moment yeah. is so big. It's yeah. So these, are, th th these are gifts, right? These are all gifts that we, we have the opportunity to give to one another that we never knew were even available to us. Right. Yeah. I mean, tremendous gifts. And, um, and you start living your life that way going, I, I just can't even imagine it another way. Cause not only was I not growing, not only was I not thriving, not only was I not flourishing, I was dying a slow death. Hmm. You forget growth. I was just de 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 decaying right? Like, um, you know, barely hanging on, right? Um, but not even aware of that until I could look back and say, oh my gosh, like dead men's bones, right? I mean, just, you know, what, what is that? What am I, what was I doing? You know, and why, what was I trying to protect? That? Death? <laughs> right? My image? <laughs> wow. Well, I, I think the, the, the freedom, Right. The freedom and yeah. the, I mean, really, you know, scripture talks about 
breaking chains and the yeah. shackles and and scales falling from our eye. And once you've experienced that freedom, yes, of of authenticity, then then not only does does the desire and the want to be around that come alive, but scripture comes alive. Because yeah. there's there's proof, there's fruit in it, yeah. and I mean, and so I, I want to, uh, man, we we've been digging into this, and and I, I want to get to your, you know, your application step, yeah, because there there is ways yeah. to to build this outside of those two ministries. Although I highly recommend any man check those out. Fight Club four one four, marked men for Christ. I think it's markedmenforchrist.org. Correct is, is yep. the website, but. Just, I know that I have a group of men in my life. They all happen to be marked men, but but we call ourselves the core four. Mm. We can't get together every day, but we use you know an app called Marco Polo, and and we yep. get FaceTime with each other. So, what is your application point that, to 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 step into or to build these types of relationship if you really don't know? Yeah where that is. So I would say the application is the same for whether you don't know what it is or whether you've already experienced it, because he here's why. Um, the thing about authentic community, you know, we're, we're talking like, oh, once you experience it right now, you're growing, now you're thriving, now, now you're flourishing. But boy, you could easily slip back into isolation. I can. I'll speak for myself. I could very easily slip back. I, even though I know better and I've experienced it, I'm a sinful, broken man that still wants to hide at times, still wants to put on a mask, still wants to, to belong, still wants, you know, all these things that my flesh want, right? So it is critical that I remain tethered and connected to other men who I can be authentic with and who are going to model it for me when I'm too tired to do it, or I don't want to, do, I don't feel it. Right. We're sitting here. My, my phone's blowing up because we have a P3 tomorrow night and I'm getting text messages saying, you haven't checked in yet. Are you coming? Are you coming? You know, what can I do for you? What do you need? You need prayer? Cause they know, and I'm quiet. Something's problems, you know, something, something's going on. So I just, you know, we gotta, we gotta, we might have to go get them. Right. Yeah. And so, so here it is. It's just, as you said, it is, identify, if you haven't experienced it, identify two or three men. And I recommend identify three. So you have a core four, like you said, there's something very critical about that. Um, you know, I, I just don't, three is nice. Three is great. Core to three strands is not easily broken. Uh, but if, if one drops or disappears, two is not enough. So I like four. I like four and, 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 and go from there, grow from there. But uh, so what do you do? You identify these guys and say, hey, listen, like, what do you think about, um, you know, connecting via technology or coffee or whatever? Start gathering digitally or in person if possible and start getting real. It starts with getting real. What's going on in your life? What's going on in your heart? Is there a secret you might be willing to tell? Right. What is that? Um, you know, set some ground rules with, 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 with those men of, of, of safety and trust and, um, and start to have real conversations. Maybe talk about what's going on in your marriage, you know, talk about a, a relationship in your life, identify one relationship that could really use, uh, some, some prayer and that could really use some, 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 uh, some help. Let's just put it that way. Right. What is it? Is it a relationship at work? Is it at home? And, and talk about what's going on. Start there, right? And, and, um, and commit to gathering. 
commit to gathering on a regular basis and pray and invite the Holy Spirit into it and see what God will do. See what God will do. And if you've already experienced this, I would say, are you still gathering? You know, are you still connected? Or are you isolating? Are you finding yourself alone? Because alone is not a good place to be, right? We, we, we're not good left to our own devices. So, you know, who do you need to reach out to? Uh, reach out, get reconnected, and don't believe the lies. Because the enemy doesn't want you connected. The enemy doesn't want you reaching out to three other guys to get honest. Because that's where God, you know, really starts to move. And so the enemy is scared to death of that. Right. So don't believe the lie. Listen for those lies, identify them and toss them. And and, you know, don't believe the lie that you can thrive in isolation because you can't. You can't. We were designed for community. Right. So who is your community? And, you know, ask yourself, honestly, is it a mile wide and an inch deep or you know, is there some depth and some authenticity that's going on? And how can you take it just a little bit deeper? Amen. And I, th that's a great step. And, and I think it starts and, and kind of where embrace your faith wants to bring men is to that, that moment where inside they have to make a decision. Yep. You've got to make a decision to take that step and trust, trust God. Trust the Holy Spirit will do their thing and and guide you into that authentic and and it and in some men like like I, I'm you know I'm the waterfall guy. I'm the guy that I was all in yep. on on Mark Men for Christ right away. Some men are, you know, I call them faucets. They have to drip a little bit before sure. they open up. And and you know, the mindset of all men are welcome here. Yeah. Come as you are. Yeah and and get real so man i that's that's great wisdom uh that's great advice that's great encouragement i'll also tell men that i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of i'm here to connect if men have questions and i can and i can see uh, you know sarge is nodding his head so i'm gonna just volunteer yeah. we're here yes if men yeah. want to reach out i'm gonna put the the link to the podcast. I'm going to, I'm going to put a link to their website page and we're available. And there's yeah. been amazing things that have happened in my life in in stories that I've heard testimonies of men when it started with just a step. Yeah. Let me, let me, let me say this, my, you know, my buddy, Mark, you know, thank God, thank God that he, he saw and, and, and he'll tell you, it, 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 was to, it was his own selfish desire that, you know, he invited men to his basement. It, he, it's just what he wants. He's like, I need, I need something, right? Yeah. And, and opened up his basement and sent out a bunch of emails to a bunch of guys and said, let's see who comes. And four or five guys showed up. Thank God he did that. Because if not for that, and some guy pointing me to him saying, well, there's a bunch of guys that meet over there. If, if he hadn't done that, who knows where I'd be today? Who knows? But thank God he did. So maybe that's you. Maybe God's been prompting you to, 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 to send out an email and say, hey, you know, we're going to start. I'm going to I'm going to have a gathering Thursday night. You know, uh, let's get together. And if you don't know what that's going to look like, two things. One, you don't have to have it all figured out Two, reach out to Mike, reach out to me. And, and, and we'll give you three to five basic points that as an agenda you could use. Not that it needs to be a, an agenda, but at least some ideas of what that meeting structure could look like. So that as guys say, well, what are we going to do? Well, this, this is this is what it is. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, 
do it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And, and I, I've got that man too, that I'm thankful for that, that back in when I first became a Christian, uh, he turned around. Right. And, and we, we talked about that years later and I said like, what, what? Cause I didn't know him very well. I, I did look up to him. He was kind of a man's man, right? He was um, fit in stature and, and he was just in church and, and all, and I asked him, Hey, you know, would you be willing to get together? So, you know, years later, his name's Kevin Clayton. And years later I said, Hey, why? And he goes, you know, Mike, I, I made myself a promise that if there's ever an opportunity that I get to turn around and extend a hand, I will do it because my biggest fear is that I'll turn around too late and nobody will be there. Mm. Wow. And it, and it, and it, and it, man, it, it modeled to me. So that's the encouragement to men who do have this awareness. Yeah. There's somebody out there in your church, in your, in your workplace, in, in your social gatherings, there's a man out there that doesn't have this and is desiring it and is, and is afraid or doesn't know how go out and, yeah. and be the hand, be Amen. the hand that pulls him in. So there's your step both for, if you don't know what it is, and if you do know, go out and be the encourager and step into this. Sarge, it's been awesome. I want to thank yeah. you so much for taking the time. Episode number two, I want to encourage all, you know, all our listeners to to check out the Foxhole Symphony podcast. Uh, you've got a great lineup, and I know you've got some awesome guests coming, and we're going to continue to to pray for Mark. And it's been exciting to see him get back in the saddle. And uh, I, I just I just want to thank you. I appreciate you. I'm humbled by your your leadership and your wisdom, and just thank you for taking the time to come on today. Thank you, brother. It's an absolute honor. It's been a pleasure to connect with you, and uh, you're doing awesome, man. I just, I, I just, I pray over this this podcast and um, and its listeners. I'm so excited for you, and uh, man, you're you're off to a great start. And so, just want to encourage you to keep going, and um, you know, God, God will use this. And so, I'm excited for you. Amen. Thank you very much. This is the Embrace Your Faith podcast. I'm your host, Jay Mike. We'll see you next week. This is the Embrace Your Faith podcast.